Good evening and welcome to tonight's show. It's a scream. It always is a scream. We have, we, you know, there's several topics that we cover in-depthly on this channel that we follow. And one of them is scream. And, you know, we have different, we have different like guest hosts, co-hosts for different things. And um, I suppose our, our in-house, our in-house scream correspondent is Mark J. Parker of uh who who also is an avid podcaster himself you can check out his podcast link down in the description and we are also joined tonight by uh kevin 45 aka kevin von spur uh i probably just butchered that that last name sorry kevin um and he has his own podcast as well he does a guar podcast and he has the von pod as well so check that out we'll put his stuff in the down in the description as well and we are here tonight to talk about scream six i have a lot of thoughts, a lot of thoughts. I have a feeling Mark has a lot of thoughts and I've seen Kevin's notes already. So we're just going to, we're, we're just going to round table. This as best we can. I'm going to bring my co-hosts out of the digital green room and we're just going to launch into this and get started. There's no, no burying. We don't need to bury the lead. We don't need to do any of that stuff. We're just going to dive into it. Okay. We'll probably talk a little bit about scream five, but let's, we're, we're, we're here to talk about the brand new scream Six. So without further ado, let me bring everybody out. Here is Mark. Here is Kevin. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, Jesus. Hello. I, got, I got scared there for a minute. I was like freaking out. Freaking me out, man. Freaking Super me freaky. out. Yeah, it's Mike, so perfect you... that you have your mask because then I have my sorority girls from Scream 2. I don't know oh, if you can nice. see. Excellent. I have Scream 2, Omega, Beta, Zeta, all the That's way. That's awesome. Baby. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. With uh, what is Mike her name? Porta? Jason takes Manhattan, I guess. Yes. Re- Rebecca Gayhart and, uh, and Portia De Rossi. Portia. Oh, oh yeah. my God, remember yeah. her? Those girls were great. I thought for sure those girls were the killers. I was wrong, but yeah, I love those girls. I, you know, and I got to tell you, I, I, you know, I don't be be. I don't, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't say this live in the air. I was just gonna say that that she has changed a lot. She's changed a lot over the years. She doesn't look the way she used to look. Rebecca. No, the other Portia? one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She just uh, I don't know. She kind of changed her look, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just always thought she was uh, very beautiful, and I just I'm not a big fan of her look today. But God. whatever, that's very superficial and silly of me to even talk about. So let's not talk about it. But just yeah. a thought that popped up into my head. Great way to start a show <laughs> yeah. about people in Scream Six. You can talk about uh, yes, yeah. yes, uh, like so. my forever love, Jenna Ortega. Okay, oh, but yes. she's she is she is great. What a song. All right, so let's let's uh, <laughs> let's start this off right. We um, let's first do a very quick round trip about our feelings about Scream Five right now, and then we're gonna go around again and talk about uh, w- where we stand on Scream Six because I feel like we can't talk about Scream Six without first talking a little bit about Scream Five. Scream One through Four, I guess, is in the past, right? Like that is, we've discussed it, we've hashed it out. It's it's in the past. We don't need to discuss it anymore. Um, Scream Five. I'm gonna start. Scream Five. Total mixed bag. Total lots of missed opportunities. Probably the most frustrating of all. And again, keep it about Scream Five for now because we'll we'll go into with Scream Six. Uh, probably the most, and obviously we're going to spoil the shit out of this. So beware. Spoiler alert! Big, yeah. big, big, big spoiler. Uh, spoiler alert! 
I, I was I was thoroughly bummed by the choice of killers in Scream 5. I felt that there was a lot of missed opportunity. Um, there was some, I guess there was some, the best part really was Jenna Ortega for me personally. I was like, she's just awesome. She's great. I, I, I'm a big fan of her. Uh, and yeah, you know, I just didn't, we, it was nice to see the, the uh, uh, reunion of sorts of the, of the <laughs> core three, um, however fleeting it was. Uh, and kind of unnecessary. And where do, where's where does I haven't rewatched it since. It's like whatever. Oh, yeah. Like it's just another sequel. And uh, I'm glad the one thing. Okay, biggest thing that that came out of Scream Five for me is that we got we they we really did get a, a brand new set of characters that that we can we can follow. Like I don't need Gale and Dewey and Sydney. Let them let them live their lives. We can go with these new characters now. They successfully transferred that over with the with those characters and i wish that there was just more focus on them in scream five than mm. on the original ones that's me uh mark why don't you uh take it from there that's so interesting yeah so i i've seen five i think now i saw it twice in theaters um just because i like even when these movies aren't great i still go back and just like try to catch anything i didn't see the first time you know so twice in theaters and i just rewatched it just last week to get excited for six i rewatched four and five to kind of get reacquainted um here's the thing with five when i first saw it as you remember jeff lots of critiques there were you know a, a few things were good don't get me wrong a few things were definitely good and at a time i thought it was better than four because four as we know is is uh, so many characters and messy and it just looks so bad so okay so i thought five was better but actually on my latest rewatch i think four is a little bit better and a little bit scarier like I like these new directors, but I'm not all that scared anymore. So five, long story short, I think it's no screen movie, in my opinion, is bad ever, ever, ever. Um, it's just weird. It's sort of a remake of four and I, I enjoy it, but it doesn't, it's not really making me feel much, you know, I do. It is nice to see Gail and Dewey. I, I do find that emotional, their little thing. It's nice to see Sid. Although I know Jeff, we had said, I think last year that it does sort of feel like Sid is kind of just uh, going through the motions kind of thing, you know? Um, so yeah, so don't hate it at all, but there are obviously better movies in the franchise than five. And uh, Kevin, go ahead. Hello, I'm Kevin Von Esper. Don't forget, I have a Phantom of the Opera show, too, for you horror people. <laughs> always, be plugging. always be plugging. Yeah, yeah, always be always plugging. Be plugging. <laughs> um, I saw, I've seen, I'm pretty sure, every Scream movie in the movie theater. Mm. I was probably three, I mean, 13 or something like that when the first one came out, and it was highly impressionable. And my ranking as of today is one three four two six five and having said that whoa, 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 wait hold on let oh, me yeah. i gotta mentally wait slow that down one three four two, two. six five interesting oh my god you're one of the you're few insane. people that has you have three you're up, insane, up high bro. that's interesting I could, I could, yeah i mean this could change on another rewatch yeah but four is number three <laughs> four is number three I, I, I don't understand you. Yeah, and two is four. I really like two some of the like... concepts in four. Yeah. I mean, okay, maybe okay. I have to rewatch right. it, but like it was the most meta of the series mm. since the original. Like you the are... whole filming the, the killings and everything. And You're entitled to your opinion. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. Go ahead. So about Scream 5. Yeah. Having said that, 
five was the only one I remember actively hating while watching it for the first time. Wow. I was like, what is happening? I thought um, the references, like Wes Craven, wet references and everything were like totally thrown in there. I thought it was way overly dramatic, not enough fun. Scream movies, number one, they're scary, but they're fun, yeah. right? This was all crying people in hospitals. There was no schools. There was like a struggle, like you said, between the the new cast and the old cast for attention. There just wasn't enough space for all of them. Uh, I felt like, I don't know, it was just blah, totally blah to me. The killer, the, I mean, the reveal at the end was kind of like underwhelming. It, Those motives it, it, were underwhelming, yeah. And most so of all... It was all a missed opportunity to like really do a reboot of some sort, and it, and it just fell into like here's another scream movie, um, and yeah, I guess that's how I, I I liked it better. I watched it last week or two weeks ago before seeing the new one. I liked it a little bit better knowing that I was going into it, but still last on my ranking. Respect, respect. Oh. Oh, you went, Mark, you got, you're you muted. muted. You muted yourself. I muted? You're back. Uh-oh. Am I oh, back? You're That's back. Weird. Yeah, you're good. You're oh, good. You're geez. Good. I was just going to say, uh, sorry about that. I was going to say, it is funny how these movies, yeah, even when you watch them for the first time, it's not perfect. Just with time. Like, four, I was very hard on. Like, well, ooh, that, sure. sounds, that sounds wrong. But no, I mean, I was like, I didn't, I had problems with four on that first viewing yeah. at midnight in Times Square on opening night, right? Ooh, nice. But over time, Times I've Square. Grown Something that's actively missing in this conversation. True. Oh, oh, we. Oh, teasing, I got a lot teasing. to say. Oh, no, yes. no, 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 no. You are I right. You are fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Um. Let's let's also go on, do. Go on. Um. Mark, what is your ranking? What is your current yeah, ranking? Let's talk about ranking. Point? Yeah. It's it's so hard for me with this franchise because Jeff, you know, like this franchise is just I. I'll watch Scream 20. I know I'm la that idiot, but I really will. Um. So I'd say right now with six, having seen six, I think my ranking is still. One and two are pretty much almost tied. Those are my babies. I love them with my full heart. So one, two, I guess now um, six. Uh, let me Whoa. think real quick. It's hard because three, I think, is is messy, but the motive is so solid. So one, two, uh, three, six, six, three, and then four, five. So maybe five is my last. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, snap. Oh, but, but again, snap. but again, five is not awful it's still a really it's better than a lot of that shit out there but you know oh what about you like Jeff? eating old pizza right it's still yeah, good <laughs> yeah kind of totally pizza, I love old pizza, pizza man pizza yeah. oh that that goes on that should go on a t-shirt pizza yeah. is pizza that's a good t-shirt um <laughs> welcome my, to pizza punk <laughs> yeah for pizza punk exactly okay my ranking is as follows i guess i honestly didn't even think about my ranking until yeah. just now but here's where my ranking stands one two Three by a nut hair, by a nut hair over I six. Think better okay. with time. I got. I can, yeah. I want to do a little argument for three at some point. If you okay, uh, you uh, closing arguments. I bring up three. Okay, <laughs> um, or when it if it if it naturally fits into the whatever we're talking about at the time. It's up to you. Yeah. Um. So so one two three by a nut hair six five four. Okay. I hate that's, four. That, that's a fair I ranking. Hate, I hate I know. four so much. I would say I most of the so screens are like equal to me, so it's hard to yeah. rank them. It's like one, five, 
and then everything else is kind of dude. In the four, th- uh, uh, four and five might are tied for the bottom, man. Well, like, well they also really are just four and five are almost the exact same movie. I mean, we're in Woodsboro. It's a new, it's a new class, another new class. There's a party. I mean, they're almost the same movie. But four, I think I now give a slight edge, and I hear you, Jeff. It's not. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. But at least we got the barn, the Stabathon in the barn. There's like, there's some interesting stuff there. And like yeah, I said, the Ghostface webcam, actually, yeah, webcam. Yeah, like Ghostface it was actually. pushing the technology. That's what Scream always was well, supposed well, to listen, totally. The end, and the end, I will say this, and this was great about Scream 4. And this is why Scream 4 is at the bottom for me, because it's like torture. Mm-hmm. It's, it's torture in that, oh, hey, we, we're seeing the killer actually like put her plan into place of like mm-hmm. of like you know stabbing herself like just all that stuff to like get herself like into the uh final stages of her plan because she thinks that she's succeeded and whatnot that was interesting that was interesting yeah. in the same way that the opening of scream six was interesting but like but like you know it just they then they just bought they botched the ending and like ruined scream forever in in that you you, you tidied it up yeah. so well in scream three yeah. But listen, we we'll, let us move on from yeah. we've we've now we have to put that all to bed. We have to put Scream Five to bed, and we have to talk about the newest film. And uh, once again, we're just going to go around same way. We're just going to do we're just going to do a cipher initial thoughts. Uh, for me personally, I thought this was an incredibly fun, incredibly entertaining movie, meaning. I got to tell you, I can't remember, maybe not since one or two, was I like at the edge of my seat, like the suspense, like the filmmaking, like the direction, the, you know, the, the sequences, the chase sequences, the, um, I genuinely was not sure, you know, what was going to happen and was also kind of disappointed when, you know, certain, you know, certain people seem to bite it and then not bite it. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of eye rolling because it's like, you know, part of the thing is when you stakes, right. But exactly stakes, when you kill off one of your characters in your story, um, you know, it's, it's part of like the, you know, you, if someone sacrifices themselves or somebody does something story-wise, that is, that is like you 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 give it gravity when you take when you when they're alive again you take that gravity back yep and mm-hmm. you make it all for nothing which is kind of like sequelization i guess in a way whereas the earlier like trials and tribulations of dewey are canceled out by the fact that dewey dies in scream 5 so it's kind of like oh it's not really a happy ending at the end of scream 3 because dewey is going to die in scream 5 that sucks so it's kind of so I kind of felt a lot of that while watching Scream Six. The um the opening had me so hooked in. I was like, yes, yes, this is what we always needed. We needed things from this POV. Um, I love where it was taking me, and ultimately, a really fun, entertaining movie thrill ride that kept me on the edge of my seat was ultimate. Ultimately, fell so flat at the end with the reveal of the killers who I was just so deflated by that. Oh, wow. And, um, but was left with the shred of hope that they all do seem to be setting up. And we could talk more about this later. They do seem to be setting up that Sam is obviously 
you know, the, 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 the killer seed has been planted inside of her and her Obi-Wan Kenobi like relationship with her, 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 her psychotic, you know, hallucination of her father, <laughs> her psychotic, it's her psychotic hallucination of her psychotic father yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. is, is, uh, is going to plant the seeds or set us up for potentially for, for great potential, assuming that they don't mess it up, but they've messed it up twice so far. Yeah, so who knows? Uh, that was a mouthful. So I'm going to pass it. I'm going to pass the ball to Mark. And then okay. Mark, you pass the ball to Kevin and we'll just go okay. around. So that way we just organize our, our, our things. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So opening, opening statements. Um, yeah. Uh, well, gosh, first of all, this movie throws so much at you that I hope I can even remember everything. I just saw this Monday <laughs> night, two nights ago, but um, they, right. I mean, you guys probably agree. There yeah. is so much going on that. Like, I think I remember all of it um, real quick. Something I just have to say that I thought of right now. Um, yes. The whole Billy hallucination thing. It really threw me off in five. It threw me off hard. I was like, Ugh. I've grown to accept it. It's obviously he's back in six, luckily in a less lesser amount. Um, I just don't know why. Why not just make him more blurry and we just hear his voice? I don't know if we really need to see him in HD as a 50 year old man looking like a teenager. Ugh, it's still a little like cringy. Elvis in true romance. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but I just wanted to say real quick, because I am a big Mrs. Loomis stan. I love Billy's mom. She's my favorite character. That to me was one of the craziest wow. reveals. So to see her suit in this shrine, I really was hoping that Sam was at least going to like just linger on that suit, that pantsuit, touch her grandmother. it. <laughs> her grandmother. Like that's the thing. We're kind of, and and someone did mention like, oh, this, this mask was your grandmother's or whatever. So we're getting some grandmother, but like, whoa, like it's not just Billy, everyone. She comes from a line of psychotic people. So I just wanted yeah. her to have a moment moment with grandma and i know laurie metcalf is not going to come back i mean she might who knows that'd be cool but i know they're not going to have her you know in the makeup and talk but just give me just a moment because i like how she's touching the glass talking to billy and tara notices you know and so i just wanted a moment where she's like just feeling the material of this old pantsuit mm. before like just give me that but anyway um i gotta keep it general right now so yeah i agree jeff the opening was wow that was very interesting i do feel a little bad for samara weaving who is a, oh, a good scream queen love her i love her. i i was talking about it with my friend jason who's a big scream fan and he had a really interesting point and other people i know were a little sad to not see a film class much like scream 2 i actually was okay with it because scream 2 just does the film class scenes so perfectly well yeah but an interesting opening just to have a little bit more time with her would be showing her in her night class teaching the end of film class about something maybe this guy the the killer i don't i don't know right. his character's name but maybe he's in it it would have been interesting just to see a little touch of class of, of the class and then we see her on her date but we gotta class it good. up a bit we got to class it up, right? Um, I thought that was a good opening. I was a little freaked out by this alley, which, I mean, Jeff, you know, at least in New York City, there actually aren't really that there many There are no alleys. alleys. Like, that's, that's, oh, we'll that's like very that. Gotham City, but whatever. <laughs> we got to talk York about New York City. Yeah. Yes. There's all, gonna be all of us being, like, from the vicinity or being I around I lived there for 15 gotta... years. Oh, <laughs> okay. Totally, Kevin. Yeah. So, you know, like, there aren't really alleys. That's like a Gotham City thing. But yeah. anyway, it was cool. Um, I love that whole fake out. I what I really, really love about this one is something we haven't seen in screen films in a while since like one and two, especially one. 
and my friend Jeff, other Jeff, had said this, and I totally agree. Um, there were great fakeouts where at, mo at certain moments, I really had no idea who I could trust. It brought me back to that final act of Scream 1 where you have Matthew Lillard and Jamie Kennedy and Sid's. Right. Sure. And, you know, with, with Hayden Pat, with Kirby, with the detective, with different people. So we haven't really seen that very well since one and I guess two-ish. So That's I appreciate fair. that. Um, I just think, I just miss... Uh, a time when Scream sequels could breathe a little bit. And I think maybe I just sound like an old man. Maybe younger audiences just want to go, go, go. It just felt like there was a moment where I'm like, whoa, I need to come up for air. Give me that shot in Scream 2 when Sydney is looking at Jerry O'Connell who just got slashed on his arm. And it's just that beautiful long shot of her like kind of with tears in her eyes. And she's realizing, I just kind of wanted to see a little bit of the heaviness of, of this all. But this is very much the Fast and the Furious of slashers where after one sequence we're moving right into the next moving right into the next so i think i'm just an old man but i have to tell you guys i almost i saw it by myself my first screen movie seeing it by myself i kind of felt like a loser but whatever i saw um, it by myself oh, 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 movies oh good myself. okay good i'm with good yeah. people yeah i've always like i mean four i saw i took up a whole it's row a solitary people, experience. You know? <laughs> yeah it's it's like great therapy for us but i have to tell you guys i was by myself and i was almost like tears were in my eyes during that gale scene that we'll talk about oh. i was very worried that my gale <laughs> was gonna, like guys when she was lying there i literally oh my I, I i would love to have seen a camera myself i was all contorted and the the water in my eye it was just crazy so um yeah so <laughs> i think that's kind of me in a nutshell with this movie it's a lot a lot works some doesn't i'm sure we'll nitpick um i i know what you mean jeff i didn't flatline for me i my jaw actually did drop towards the end with some reveals multiple masked killers in the same room you know my jaw was dropped but then it kind of felt a little this is the time in the movie when the actors have to go really over the top yeah so, oh they did it the same thing that happened in screen five it's like the radio silence guys are like okay now you gotta turn into this guy right when i would have loved for detective bailey i think is his name dermot Mul yeah. mulroney i would have actually loved for him to be cool as a cucumber and super spooky and very in control instead he was like trying to go for the laurie metcalf you know it was goofy uh, it was it's a little goofy. always goofy when they do that. I hate it. I hate it. It worked. It was great in Scream 1. Mm -hmm. And everybody who has... And you want to know what's funny? Roman. He doesn't really do it. That, he, I mean, a little bit. He, a but little he's, bit. He's, he's a little he's, whiny. but He's, he's a little not whiny, so but he's far more reserved yeah. yes. than, than everybody else just goes super over the top. Jill doesn't really go over the top. She's She's more like... She's more like, uh, you know, I don't a little know, whispery, kind of like, you know, really yeah. staring. But then she and goes over. Kieran, the and Kieran Colt was this it? Is that yeah. Kieran Culkin? Uh -huh. Kieran is oh, um, Kieran. It's uh, Rory. Culkin, Rory, one of the Culkins. Yeah. He's uh, he's actually pretty like laid back. He's probably the most laid back of all the scream killers. He's just like he's yeah. a hippie killer. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. You know, love you, Jill. Let's kill people. <laughs> you know, he's on that California <laughs> diet, yeah. right? Um, all right, Kevin, go, go um, for it, buddy. Scream Six was a good movie with a bad plot. Oh, okay. It had a lot of great scenes. I had a lot of great kills. I didn't actively hate it like the last one. I actually thought it was kind of a fun thrill ride. It brought the fun back to Scream, but. Again, a lot of missed opportunities. Not so much. 
it's missed opportunities carried over because it's kind of like now that they set five in motion with all their, their missed opportunities there, like they have to continue with this. And this is like the logical conclusion of that. Which, so it's, I don't know, it's a mixed bag. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't a great scream. Mm. I guess that's why I would put it second to last on my list, just because with Scream, I have certain, of course, they can never meet our expectations, but you want a mind-blowing reveal and cool kills and like, you know, it needs to like kind of mess you up a little bit. And the reveal on this was pretty underwhelming. In fact, I think the beginning of the movie was a better twist than the ending. Mm-hmm. So could not agree more on that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Once the, you know, it was, it was like, okay, they have three killers this time. It's still like, I don't really care about any of these people. Anyway, three killers so. that we don't know that we don't give a crap about. Like I could not, I was so probably the single biggest disappointment let down as to who the, like I never really cared one way or another who the killers were, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it was always exciting. But I like, just want to be like, Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to be give me that. It was kind of like, man i don't know what it was i'm just like i'm like dude like give us something like after all this time you want to you want to hit us with that nostalgia give us the nostalgia give us what we really want here like what are you doing or or at least give us some new ground have sam turn have her slowly and 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 mark we talked about this this idea of her slowly mark had a great setup for Thank you. What he would, what he would have, how he would have brought everybody to New uh, New York, and how he would have done things, and and then I and then I sort of picked up the thread, and sort of continued it with this idea. Well, I mean, I think that was part of your idea as well too. That just this idea that Sam is slowly descending into turning into a, a ghost face killer. Well, she mm-hmm. still could be again. She, like this yes, one, it's there. It's present. It's possible. This one was definitely yeah. just seemed like a setup for number seven. Yeah, you know. And yeah, kind of yeah. like okay, gotta like, be nobody seven. dies. The killer. I know. What is what? The... There was some great, great scenes. It's some of the best scenes in the Scream series, but just in a kind of a bad, who cares plot. I think Radio Silence is nervous about killing their darlings. And as we know, I mean, yeah, it was it's a bummer that Randy died, but Randy's death is, oh my gosh, it it turned Scream 2 on its head. Like, I yeah. can't believe Chad, who is the first one, I believe, in the whole franchise to get killed. Well, no, he didn't get he that's the thing. He didn't die. I thought he was gonna die. He has two ghost faces stabbing him. I know it's Whoa, kind of my jaw was dropped. He already, I thought, was going to die. And the girl on the train, too, was like, really? Yeah, At the end, she's like, she's like running around and skipping around. Like, I know. Me? They you both know, got like, like really stabbed. They got aired they, out. And they both friggin' didn't totally. uh, bite it, man. I was like, kind of like, what? And Mindy's whole subway, I mean, that's a cool scene. And also a totally Walking tricky train, editing in the trailer, because I thought they all were together, but they're in different trains. That was great. It, um, it brought me back to mm-hmm. License to Kill, that good, like, fun subway horror stuff. But yeah, I feel like, I'm I'm a Mindy Stan. I do like her, so I'm okay with her living. But I hate to say, I it, like we can't have too. them both. We can't have both the sidekicks. Yeah, but I and I was shipping that hard when he when when they started oh, yeah. driving. Yeah, I you know because originally, so it's my understanding in the initial, I they kind of turned terror yeah. turned straight. She was originally yes. Uh, her her girlfriend, the the killer from the first movie Amber. was yeah. Mm-hmm. They were together, and then yep. they like they wrote that out. 
And then they started doing this thing and, you know, whatever, whatever she, you know, whatever her deal is, whatever. But like when that started, but when they, we started vibing together, I was kind of, I was, I was about it. I was like, okay. Oh yeah. It's all right. It's, and this, I guess I just, working. I wanted, I think it's just so like poetic that he doesn't make it. So now right. they, both Which, sisters have had a boyfriend die, yeah. you know, and I just also thought it was a little, it's cheesy, but the, the radio silence guys are okay with some cheese where those early films didn't really have cheese where Jen Ortega's crying yeah. at the end, you know, like, Oh, Chad. And then, Hey, we have a live one here. It's like, Oh guys, you know, what is he? He's like the new Dewey now where he's, he's going to just Dewey. get, he's going to be, he's going to be pin cushion twice. And you know, I don't know. I, I mean, listen, I, I, I gotta say, I liked, I did not like Chad in the first movie. I liked mm -hmm. him so much more in the second movie. He really yeah. characters were better me. in this movie because they could breathe yeah. a little bit. They could yes. breathe a bit. Although I will say they didn't have um, the original characters right. constricting their airflow. They were actually allowed to like, you know, move right. around. Yes. I, it was nice to see more of them. However, I just think of, um, I, I'm sure you guys have seen it. Someone posted somewhere like the amount of screen time all the characters have had in past films. Oh, and, that. oh, 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 I'll send it to you if I find it. Wait, again, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm going to look for it right now. Keep talking. Yeah, Sorry. It's very interesting it to see, for example, and I know we don't want to talk too much about past films, but it's very interesting. You know, Nev Campbell was in the Scream 1 the most even though she's very much still the star of two and, you know, three and four, a little bit less, you know, but one, she's in a lot and two, it's definitely less. And I do kind of wish, and I think what we're all agreeing on with the killers and the side characters, these new characters that you barely even really get to meet. I do think we spent too much time with Sam and Tara, especially Sam in, in six. I think, yeah, we get they it. They messed she's up not lead. making Tara the lead girl. After, you I know. know, but Tara they, definitely, oh, was, oh, oh. they're equal she, now. They, mean, they're <laughs> like, what? The, they didn't know that glow up was going to like, be I know. so, but she's been excellent for quick. a long um, time. Uh, she, know? that poster placement said everything that it needed to say. They, the way that they switched out. And I got to tell you, I really did not like Sam in the first movie and mm -hmm. I liked her a lot more in the second. I didn't care about her at all. I liked her a lot more in the second movie in this movie. I liked yeah. her a lot more. Um, but it's funny that like they switched. It's really her movie. It's more her movie than it is Tara's movie. Mm -hmm. But on the poster, they really they have they have Tara on. They have Jenna Ortega on the left side of the poster, yep. you know, Equal. because she's blown up a little mm -hmm. bit. And I have a feeling a you know, if they're going to play their cards right, they will make that next film just about these two sisters. You got this Shakespearean conflict going on. I'm we're, we're separated by, you know, our there's a biological divide between us. Your father is a killer and you clearly have inherited his, you know, uh, his yeah. his vice of killing or whatever you want to call it. And I am not like that at all. I'm on the opposite side of that coin. And, you know, it's going to uh, uh, elicit some sort of civil war if if they were smart, if they really wanted to just like really, yeah. really do it right. So and we'll also because it seems like these <clears throat> new sequels are kind of mirroring the original films, because obviously six is is like two. And if seven, I feel like seven needs to be like three where we need to finally friggin meet their mother. I, I can't believe we still have not met their oh, mom. That was so stupid that Come they were like, oh, you just like disowned us like. Right. So it's like, I honestly don't think they, I think it was a, I think it is a writing detail that they 
just have no answer for and they're just like uh you might be right and you know what's interesting jeff in that draft of scream 5 that is online because i was just reading through it for uh this uh teen acting class i'm doing to find some decent scenes their mom is in the draft she's in in it very little she's only in two scenes she's drunk she's mean to sam so she was actually a very very small role in five originally so i wonder if they just cut it to save it for later. But I feel like seven, we should finally meet her. It should be more about her, much like how Scream 3 is about Maureen. Brother, sister stuff. Now this time, sister stuff. So yeah, I think that could be interesting. And Sam should go to the dark side. And I think her boyfriend, Danny, who survived, he should be our first, finally, our first survivor turned killer. Now, yeah, now that's mm. the other thing too. And again, like I ca- I was like this is why 6 ranks so voting? high for me. Well, yeah, that there's that, but like like that his character had me actually like guessing. I'm thinking like, "Oh, it's going to be him." Or like I could not they general they played him so well as mm-hmm. he literally could have been or could not have been an accomplice. And for me, that's what elevated this movie. As as Kevin said, I didn't have as much of a problem with the plot, but like what Kevin said, like the, this this idea that like there are really great sequences and there's really great scream stuff in this movie that had me so like my the, my my theater oh, yeah. going experience was so enriched by what I was seeing that that actively elevated the movie, even with that even with that that headache of an ending where. You know, they're like in this kill box and this like the shrine is cool, but it's also really dumb. Like, it's just so stupid. Kind of. Yeah, it's stupid. And why was there not a party in the shrine? Hello, Mark. Mark, It's a great. Yeah, true. Mark, listen, the shrine is is cool because we love it's an uh, it it harkens back to every movie. Yeah. It's a nostalgia factor. That's why we think it. That's why we like it. But But they didn't do enough with it. Yeah. But the idea Mm. of it is just like. What it's just he just has all these like he has all this like evidence that he just put in a museum for his okay, son. Can we talk about the theater? Yeah. So let's I talk mean, about it. First of all, what kind of salary is this cop on where he can rent an entire movie theater in New York City in 2023 <laughs> and pay off all these cops to get like 30 years of of evidence <laughs> and put like <laughs> two kids through college? And probably fund Roman, you know, he was working at a bowling alley's last I checked, so he wasn't. Oh, yeah. So he's probably funding his art career, which I think we should see more of because they tried to make that a thing and it's like not really a thing yet. Um, And yeah, there's a lot of things in this movie that were just, again, it was a great setup with no payoff. Like, okay, you have this museum, but like you don't have people come and see it. Like, there's not some like, something going on there that's interesting i'm so happy guys we there's did no not have party. a party there's no i'm there's, so happy. happy about that i'm so I happy more halloween can we talk about oh. needing more halloween in this movie I yeah was well hold on wait, wait, wait hold on hold on wait wait, wait. Mark, say what one. you wanted to say about the theater before we move oh, on to the Halloween um, thing. I I I don't know, guys. I'm you have me thinking about it, but I loved the theater so much. It was a callback to the great theater it. stuff in two. I do agree with you, and I think my biggest issue is a lot of stuff that happens in this movie is so easy. Um, how did these killers get all this legit uh, evidence? And I, I totally hear you. How did Ghostface get into Gail's beautiful building, which I'm sure has a security, uh, a lobby uh, doorman? Right. I mean, it, it, New York City isn't that hard to get around whatsoever. So a lot of it is so easy 
that you know even when he's standing there behind uh the redhead what's her i don't even remember her name see these characters were given such little yeah, to do the daughter yeah the daughter but um when he's behind her yeah, and boyfriend you know that's fun when she's on the phone but like oh man show me that someone uh, I understand now we know who the killers are. So I understand how the killer got in. She let him in because she's in on it. However, at the time I thought, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's just there. You didn't want to give me some great classic horror. Like someone forgot to lock the door. Someone didn't even realize the door isn't fully shut in their apartment. Like give me something where I'm like, oh, you know. So a lot of it's just very easy. So I totally know what you mean, but I thought this showdown in the theater was pretty awesome. Um, I thought the TV, Kirby with the TV, uh, I thought was pretty great. I don't know. I was a sucker for all that. I also want to say, going back to the fake out, I don't know about y'all, but when Detective Bailey said to Sam, whoever, like, I found out about Kirby. She hasn't worked for the FBI in two months. My jaw dropped. I was like, oh, yeah, shit, that was they good. are. That was good. I was like, that was oh, good. my good God, right Kirby yeah. is yeah in on it because i could totally believe that because she's all yeah i mean i don't know like i know I said, it was a fun ride it. it's just like could have been more I yeah see, and that's right mark i listen everything you said is super valid and mm -hmm. by the way how they yeah. could have uh, missed opportunity fucking giant wooden crate why not screen richie's door. movie in the movie theater or something you know something that like, been interesting too but but giant just something more yeah. giant a giant room full of ghost space and some <laughs> of them are the killer Come on. Yeah. Giant wooden crate comes to Gail's high rise apartment and out pops Ghostface. That's very leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, it is a little Going leprechaun. Out of the crate. Love it. Um, yeah, but something, right? Or 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 here's the thing, guys. This body count was so high. This must be the I, I'm sure it's the highest body count. I mean, that original the kills were kills great. Were good. It was I think too. I'm one of the only people on earth. I do kills were great but like it was so violent sometimes that i'm like okay this really is starting violent. this is starting to feel more like the new halloweens and now and that's why I'm i haven't actually, actually okay. seen those so oh okay it's those new halloweens he's just stabbing people non-stop that like yeah i get it i guess that's cool but i don't know i don't know if that scream for me personally i don't need um, the gore but it's like if you want to add an extra brutality as the sequels go on at yeah. least it helps Switch to harden it, it up a little bit and we and it shows us like, a different through the nose vibe. oh my god well, yeah you know yeah, to go back to what's great to go back to what you were saying about, you know, um, uh, or, or no, to, to I guess to maybe piggyback a little bit of what Kevin was saying as well in terms of like, yes, the, the ride, the ride is fun, mm -hmm. but we we arrive at a destination that is so like unfulfilling. <laughs> it's mediocre. It's just like I was literally going, who's the killer going to be? Who's the killer going to be? It's got to be something like, what are they going to do here? They're going to do something different because the opening brought so much goodwill that opening just opened the door for yeah. goodwill to be to for this to be a um uh really just a smash and and then to it's like oh really it's three characters that you introduced in the movie right and they're just all like like Meh. cardboard characters that we've seen from and i don't believe screen movies. those yeah. kids can kill a bunch of people like they were not yeah they were i just scrawny little no. kids I was. I not, liked like, the girl. I liked her whole like sexual bit, which that was done in urban legend, by the way, where like someone like her death, which I thought for sure she was dead when her body was thrown at them. So sure. I was. Yeah, surprised. I thought she was. I liked. Too, I but... liked that fake out, but it was still yes. like, meh. you know, and how they're like, oh, she's having. Why sex go through all not. of that? But I have to tell trouble, you guys, just just to reveal yourself as a surprise to the people you're going to kill, anyways. Are yeah, you kidding me? I, I know. Yeah, it's like that's okay. a lot. 
but I have to say something I two things I really did not like about this movie and I found it like th- again this isn't really scream the weird dead body in the tub in the apartment like we don't who cares about the redhead's uh I guess boyfriend who we never meet never see like that to me was um very gimmicky it felt like it just felt like who gives a shit about this dead body and I I at first was confused I thought it was who ends up being her brother I'm like oh is that their friend I'm like oh it's just her boyfriend who gives a shit Somebody and then we, also we don't see yeah I, I feel like yeah. if if we're not seeing a face i know he we don't see him alive off. we only see him dead i don't care about that whatsoever again the body count is already so high there's so many dead bodies that like to just throw one there in a tub felt like this is starting to feel like the kind of movie that scream characters make fun of you got to be careful and then i have That's to what say I about five yeah yeah and then i have to say real quick about gail's scene which i i really did enjoy her yeah, whole great gail real scene quick. in her apartment but guys she has a boyfriend who we meet a minute before he dies we don't know oh, his name so stupid. that was that i have was to tell stupid. you guys that was like kind of insulting i feel like for fans for dewey yeah. and for ghostface to say on the phone like look at like uh, his muscles didn't help him or whatever and she says yeah i guess not i'm like wait gail no cold, this gail is cold as a fish gail and, cold and as I, a fish. I was happy to see her sass back that was fun but like yeah, she couldn't ugh. she couldn't let him she didn't want to give him any sort of uh power uh uh power so yeah. you could you could chalk it up to that but ultimately gail is a cold fish yeah she was a cold fish on that level that listen i honestly i was expecting gail to bite it and no. i was expecting her to die i was expecting it i was just like no. okay look gail is gonna die and you know this is the big thing and honestly listen mark i know you love gail i know she is your number one but like she should have died. It should have been the end. Yeah, I mean, like my they, girl I from think, Masters of the Universe. I know, I, right? Masters. I'm sorry. I I think ultimately she should have. If you're gonna bring her back, mm-hmm. then you probably should have uh, ended it with her. The, her that line was tremendous. Oh my god! Where she guys, says, "Tell Sydney that he didn't get me." Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was like, okay, if you if that is your death, I am like fully on board with it because that line was so killer and she really gives it a, a good one two. she really tries to out out uh out escape the you know outsmart the uh the ghost face mm-hmm. killer and um you know ultimately they did again it's like oh she survived and they do it like off screen they didn't know i don't think <sighs> they knew i agree i yeah. think they were like mm, we'll see maybe that's well, a really like interesting theory <laughs> yeah that's a really <laughs> interesting theory he was supposed and he was supposed to die in one. I mean, yeah. but yeah. Wes just liked it, right? So I mean, but that's an interesting theory. Yeah, I did think it was a little lazy or just not creative enough that you're just gonna tell us she made it at the hospital. Like, wouldn't that it have been badass for her to call someone? She has to just... survive because she's the executive producer. I know, right? Well, or here's the thing. maybe just uh, fucking report from a fucking gurney and have her pop on a yes. fucking YouTube or a scream yes. showing her alive doing a yes. report. And that's I'm, so, I, I'm so glad you bring that up, Jeff, because in yeah. my original idea for my fan fiction for five, when I was writing out this long outline, it ends like the first one ended with Gail, right. on, you know, uh, doing her report, but she has just barely made it. She's helping these people up and she's she's doing it on her phone live streaming to facebook whatever she's hell saying, yeah, hey, yeah like and yeah, i just that. feel yeah. like yeah that would have been pretty badass here where we actually find out because the girls as they have their little moment after everyone's dead except for young boy one and then kirby throws the tv on him but how cool to get a ding ding and it's wait gail gail's alive 
oh my god she's she's live streaming and it's like they're they're in this movie theater i have the exact address like wouldn't that be just a badass way to announce yeah. to us Kale didn't die you know so i think Absolutely. that's maybe why it feels like maybe she should have just died but i don't think they would have killed her in a movie that doesn't have sydney and we don't really know if we'll ever get sydney back i think we will i hope we will but i think that would be really well, bleak for someone like me that kill Gale and like i know that you that, know i have that, to say they they line. talk about sydney more than i thought they would in this film and yeah, I mean, that was lines. such a wink at the screen. It was such yeah, a uh, totally. it was such a shade. It, I told it her was, not yeah. to come. Okay, put that plot line to bed. No, they <laughs> just said she was like she's in hiding. She deserves her happy ending. And it's like, dude, it's like, dude, yeah. for real. Like, I love. First of all, I love that bat. We got two back to back movies in two years with Detective Mark Kincaid mentioned. <laughs> I know. Name dropped. He's got to come back in seven. From, come on. Yeah, but. Obscure cop from Scream Three, name dropped twice. Two movies, yep. twenty years more after than the- Roman, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Twenty yeah. years after he was on screen, that dude's mentioned twice that he has like this whole life with Sydney and kids. I was like, I was I, that cracked me up, man. Yeah, Wait, I need to piggyback I- on some things that you guys said. A, Go ahead. yes, not enough social media. That's like another gripe carrying over from five. It's like using the technology Where's the and Facebook like, live like where yeah, is it it's crazy or TikTok. why isn't ghostface um TikTok. yeah uh posting pictures and video right. of like his kills and being like you're you not gonna get find me meta kind of like technology like number four like you got to mm-hmm. utilize social media the only thing we they were did with it was that. like we were that girl who threw her soda on her and like started a fight yeah, yeah. that was like mm-hmm. the only thing we saw on it and two how do we have all this gale weathers in new york and no subplot about her TV show. Yes, Kevin. Yes, yeah. what Kevin. Thank doing? you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. What? We don't even hear about the show. I was like, wait a minute. That's wait a minute. Crazy. We're where? We're where she lives He's and even works. This is her dream. Five. Yes. We. I thought for sure. And and Jeff, you might remember last time we were talking. I was like, I want to see them at her studio. She's got right. to do back. That's how they There's get maybe... to New York. It's perfect. Right. And I'm yeah, like, wait, so we're all. not even, we don't even see a poster of her in the subway where right. they're like, oh God, you can't escape all her. Or, the, or a, a Times Square, like uh, ad. I'm like, what? So wait, all the Times Square, what? Not yeah, now. yeah. Okay. Okay. We're going to, we're going to address this right now. Yeah. But before okay. we do, I just want to say all of the exposition in this movie was much like in Scream 5 was terrible. There's so much. Ex- it's like J.J. Abrams, Star Wars Force Awakens level exposition that is just so bad where we're literally being told things. We're told this whole backstory about Tara's and, and Sam's mom about how she disowned them. And it's just like, if, if you're not going to show it, we don't need to learn about it. Just don't even mention it because you telling me not only do I not care, but it's just, it, you are, you are taking away from like the, you are taking away from the sort of the legitimacy of, or, you know, the suspension of my disbelief. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, part of scream six or scream Six's marketing campaign and identity is that it's in New York. So New York and Halloween should have been main characters. And the mishandling of New York as a character mm. was so egregious. If you are from the East Coast, if you are from New York, even if you're not, even if you just watched New York in a lot of movies, you would know in two but seconds. They did not step into New York at all to film at, this movie. I mean, they were in like maybe not, like a shot of Central some B-roll Park. Some B-roll of like this buildings maybe. 
Yeah, there I was some B-roll. That was it. Yeah, dude, the wet, uh, friggin' West Village video. Halloween. Where was the West Village Halloween parade? Thank mm. you. Like that yes. is the parade. Where's the midnight Rocky Horror Picture Show? Right. Like where is you do so, bring up oh. a good point, Jeff? Yeah, because obviously we know it's set at Halloween time. Which Why I are think none is, of the main characters in costume? They well, I guess they were at the no party Halloween. a little bit, kind of. But, but weak, um, weak sauce. What's Super weird weak. is, and something I like about all the movies is we never really know when it takes place. So I thought it was a very bold move to have this set at Halloween. When here's the thing, guys, New York is like always Halloween. People are in costume all the time, <laughs> and like yeah. that's the thing. Seeing some ghost face um, people in costume would never have been weird in New York once this news breaks out that oh my god, someone in a ghost face outfit, you know, sure. killed someone. Like so like I kind of don't think we really needed to even set it at Halloween. But anyway, it's set at Halloween. But if you but are going to make that point, make right. it pay off. Yes. And also tell us An like give us a little of bit of a army of same with totally equally New York and Halloween were misrepresented. Yeah. And yeah. tell us, like, what day is it? Because if it's set around Halloween, is it the weekend before Halloween? So it's like right. October yeah, 28th. Yeah, because the Halloween like, party they went to was not on Halloween. Right. So, like, why not then, if you're going to set it during Halloween, which is already bold for a movie that was inspired by the movie Halloween, right. why not take from that movie and tell us, you know, maybe not on screen, but maybe have the friends say, oh, God, tomorrow's Halloween. It's going to be even harder to track down Ghost. Like, there's no mention of, like, what day it is when is Halloween in proximity to what's going on in their lives. So that was sort of strange to keep it like I mean, just vague Halloween time. The subway, listen, the subway ride has probably the most combination of, Hey, New York subway, Halloween mm -hmm. costumes. Like yeah. that was like, kind of like trying to, and that was why it was two. like the best scene in the movie. Yeah. It was yeah. super suspenseful. That and the bodega great. scene, you know, oh, the bodega was those, very New York, very New York. Yes. Scenes. Those were yeah. the most very, you know, New York scenes there were. Those were the best parts. Agreed. But everywhere else I'm like looking at, I'm going, that's not, it was almost the opposite of the dark night, which takes place in Chicago. And for some reason, Christopher Nolan was like, yeah, uh, this is Gotham City. And it's like, I was living in Chicago at the time when they were making the Dark Knight. Mm. I'm like, no, it's not. That is goddamn downtown Chicago, you fool. He's, mm. I'm like, you're just from England. And you just, to, to you, you're like, oh, look at this exotic city. This could be a <laughs> yeah. real life Gotham. And it's like, no, it's not, dude. No, it's not. It's downtown Chicago. And what did you guys, lives... what did, sorry, what, what did you guys think of the latter scene? Uh, I loved it. Loved yeah. it. Loved, okay. loved, loved it. I, I thought it was great. Again, the great roller scene, coaster. Weak plot. <laughs> just like yeah. Scream 2. The Scream 2 car crash scene yeah. where they have to crawl yes, over those love that. Yes. It was this probably was the that. most suspenseful since then. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but the point is, is that like they really were. So it shows me that these radio silence guys. Well, I mean, they, they have a good track record. And it shows me that they know that they, man, they know how to craft a good sequence. And they know how to, you know, write a good They're sequence. good directors. Yeah. But give them there, something good to direct. But there were so many, there were just so many drop balls, so many missed opportunities, so many like mind boggling. Like we open with following Ghostface home and then find out he's some like, you know, uh, wannabe Ghostface guy or whatever. And that there's that there's an actual like the real Ghostface or whatever is like the is like taking out a, a fake Ghostface, which is kind of like maybe even a little too meta. Cause here's the thing. 
And here's my biggest I appreciated problem. that though. <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was good. I, I'm no yeah. problem with it. I kind of was it. hoping just to th throw this in there that uh, uh, they missed a third killer from the film students, and he was going to come back at the end and like mess their stuff up. Oh what my god! Cool. Can you imagine if one of the killers at the end is someone we've never met? That would be. I know. So that's why. That's why we're cool. missing those good classroom scenes. Mm. You know, there should have been a, an opening classroom scene, like you said, and then a, a post teacher dying classroom scene where you see all these students who could have been suspects like yeah that would have been interesting or, yeah or it is like weird to have them set in college but the only real college scene we get yeah, besides the party is them uh, an evil kitty music talked about it uh like just them in the in on the quad you know yeah on right campus. Which, i gotta add what's funny for me because it was a bootleg columbia university and, yeah and totally. i used to work at columbia university oh that's funny yeah i, I got columbia i got uh fordham where i went like oh yeah, my definitely yeah felt like evil kid uptown. my brother went to fordham oh cool okay yep yep so it felt like that which i'm cool with it's it's fun to see a little bit of uh you know the the lawn in the city but yeah it is interesting there was you know no dorm um no classroom but again maybe i think they just thought scream 2 is pretty perfect so there's really no need to go back to that yeah but why scream 2 had like the sorority and I like know. all this college at least we, it was such at a least we got the shout out film, man it really was to and, Omega. You know, the thing is but you know what the problem is too is like here's the thing about college and and this is maybe what's so hard to convey in new york city mm. in in on halloween time college can be really sticky and you know what else is sticky Stickers, right? Riot stickers. Oh wait, I got mine. <laughs> Riot stickers is uh, the the official sponsor of the Promise Channel. And Mark, uh, you gotta get some stickers. I gotta Riot get stickers. some, especially with that segue. <laughs> that oh my deal, gosh, that deal is a good deal, uh, Mark. You've been waiting you on that stickers. one for like a half hour. <laughs> a, thou a thousand, yeah, I'm a little late. Uh, a thousand stickers for seventy nine dollars. That's seven cents per sticker. They're printed on vinyl. And they have UV protection, so they they last. They could last for a oh, good five that. or six years outside in the outdoors. I think they're rated for about five years of outdoor wear and tear, and then indoors, maybe even forever. Um, these are this things going to be stuck at dingbats forever, man. Forever, forever. Uh, these are two two point five by three inch stickers, but the deal is for three inch by three inch stickers, so they're slightly bigger than this. And uh, Riot Stickers, they print everything you could possibly imagine, including that wonderful banner that's behind me. I love that. Um, uh, the link to this deal is down in the description. You can only find it in the in the description of a Frumus video. You are never going to find that link anywhere else or, or that deal anywhere else. I was just on Facebook and I was getting some like similar sort of like uh, third party ads. 250 stickers for $69. That is a ripoff compared to Riot Stickers. A thousand stickers for $79. That's seven cents per sticker. You go to riotstickers.com backslash Frumus. That's F-R-U-M-E-S-S. Riotstickers.com backslash promise. That's the only place you can get Riot Stickers. And much like in Scream 2, where Less Than Jake covers I Think I Love mm. You, so shall we play the Riot Stickers video with the Riot Stickers song written and sung by the guy from Less Than Jake.
Riot stickers, baby. We are the bomb. Um, we should talk so, about music in Scream Six. Oh, there yes. you go. But we're talking about less than Jake. Before we do, uh, oh yeah, you know I got to tell you, man, that the Scream, the the man, those early Scream soundtracks oh, are perfection. just the one and two perfection. Yeah, so one and good. two are really good, and um, I don't know, I kind of lost track after that, but one and two yeah. really, really. Well, good three was songs. very like Creed and very like oh, hard, oh, yeah. uh, kind of dark Creed. rock, and it, you know. Um, but one <laughs> well, quick thing I wanted to say about. Rock. One quick thing I wanted to say about the uh, ladder scene was I did feel like that at least was giving me some New York because, you know, you have those weird like yeah. windows into other. Sure. But, um, I just wanted to say real quick that the Annika character, I liked her, but again, just felt like such a victim. She didn't have much to do by the time she died. Who was she again? She was the girl that died. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She, you know, I honestly don't remember. She's a she's a ghost face, right? Oh, no, she's no. the daughter? No, no, Annika is the girlfriend of Mindy who dies oh, off the ladder. Right. Uh, Ghostface, yeah, yeah. you know, which... Um, oh, that, she was... That was some mean death. She was so that was nice. Mean. That was mean. That yeah, was she a was mean cool. death. I wanted a little more like from her, but... Um, Jody Ramone. What's I up? Thought, Sorry. Um, nice. Oh, that's cool. I thought... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. she. So he throws her off, and I thought that alone is a is a mean, sick uh, Very death mean. of just... But then the I thought it was quite dumb that she bangs her head on the the uh dumpster and then we see, i'm like okay we didn't very slapstick like it was yeah, it was slapstick. Yo, yeah kill uh cuba gooding jr's kid and keep her have her survive uh, the fall that's cuban gooding jr's kid oh yeah mason mason gooding uh chad yeah that's yeah. I, I always forget holy their crap kids. chad is is, is oh. uh Q oh wow yeah see we got a better reveal on this show than in the movie <laughs> <laughs> that's true um and you know, I love that actor, the guy who played the detective. He's great. Herman Moroni. Yeah, I thought he was good when he's crying after his daughter died. Yeah, yeah, I, that was good. That was, that was effective. Although I have to say, real quick, one thing I don't like about Sam. I know there are a few things in that scene when she's standing outside and he comes out and he's crying and like, and then Gail comes and everything. Um, ew, Sam is smoking a cigarette, and I was like, I don't know about that. Did you guys catch that? Uh, you know, I, I don't even know if I remember seeing oh, that. I'm pretty but, sure. Yeah, I I, like, that. yeah. And I was just like, oh, uh, after the ladder scene when the cops are there. Yeah. She's like, and I get a it, lot of place. But I was just like, oh, Sydney would never. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. As an ex-smoker, Jeff, do you, can you comment with that? Oh, yeah. You did smoke, Jeff. Would you do that? I mean, I, it, I don't care either way. It's, you know, yeah. she's, you know, it's, I, I, it seems it if didn't, she it didn't smoking, bother I don't me. even remember. Yeah. I don't remember her smoking, but like, you know, like if she was smoking, that does seem like, I don't know. I feel like smoking these she's days smoking the wrong is thing out of in New York City. Probably. Mm. But mm -hmm. I, I think smoking in general in movies just feels very out of place because smoking has really fallen out of maybe I think fashion. that's probably why they put it in. And that's why it feels maybe if like if, if like I don't even I'm trying to think of any scene in which she smokes. If she smoked in just one scene, that's like a, yeah. that's kind of jarring and, yes. and out of place and unexplained. So I was weird. Yeah. I, I, you know, again, She's very distraught and like, I don't know, you know, just weird. Yeah. I just thought that was an corner. interesting time to show and then the us. Cute boyfriend that. walks up, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. So just let's kind of talk random. about. Let's talk about. Um, well, so the the thing about the boyfriend too is like, so he turns out to be a good guy, and we're left the so entire far. time so far, and we're left the entire time wondering if he is good or bad, and kind of the same thing too with the with the therapist who is like kind mm. of like a really thrown a throwaway character that could have been. That was way underutilized, 
and sort of it's. I didn't believe he would be a ghost face though. He's no, of course he's not. not but he was shaping up for that. Here's what I was thinking when I was watching. Here's what was my thought process while watching the movie, and what I kind of was hoping for, and what why I was ultimately let down by what we got with this cop with this cop and his two kids being the ghost face. Because mm. they're like, I'm like, what's the what are you gonna do? You got to do something fresh. They're like, we're gonna give you three killers and it's like who fucking cares what what i was hoping for was something i thought we were getting finally what the original version of scream 3 was which is the because i'm thinking how on earth you're going to new york city how on earth are you going to keep this going because one of the biggest problems with scream and this is you know ongoing and it's like you you could argue that evil dead has a, a similar issue uh in which ash is the is the constant in that franchise it's not the killer it's it's the hero and it's the same thing in scream sydney she's the constant it, ghostface is this thing that has to keep coming back somehow and every time it comes back it's like it becomes less and less plausible just as like it would be less and less plausible that when Gail is going into her, into her room for, for something, I'm going, that better be a gun because if it is not a gun, I'm going to like this movie, like I'll just write off this movie right now. Mm-hmm. No way that we're six movies deep into scream and Gail does not keep a gun at her at all times because for some reason, these victims, these survivors, sorry, let's call them survivors. These survivors are magnets for killers and it's just so every movie my suspension of disbelief is always overpowered by my love for scream Mm. because in the back of my mind i'm just going that is so ridiculous it's just like it's far more plausible that jason or freddy or whoever has this this undying entity has come back once again to do his undead thing or his thing from beyond the grave whereas it's like We've had we've had six instances now, six instances of this phenomena where <laughs> where these people have been stalked six on six separate occasions. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like it's kind of like who could possibly and how are you possibly going to keep this going for another movie? Because it made 44 million. It had the biggest. Opening oh, yeah. Of any scream. It's going some seven is coming. We were all suckers here. We oh, were yeah. all suckers, but you know what? I'm glad. Listen, I'm. I want to see now what's going to happen with Sam and Tara. But that's. Oh, I'll still go happen. opening night to the next one too. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> haven't missed one since '97. Um, yeah. The the '96. Uh, uh, wait, what was I? Yeah. What, what was um? God, what was uh, with, with about? well with the killers? Um, you were talking about. Oh, hmm. the plausibility and how it it just it just kind of like. Mm-hmm. It just continuously loses. Like we need some sort of device. You need to help us perpetuate Ghostface in a in a renewable way that you can keep doing the sequelitis that you're doing. And they had it. They had it within their grasp, and they fucking didn't use it. They they established in the opening that there is that there could be this kind of like cult like thing that we almost got in Scream Three of people that are just devoted to emulating Ghostface and 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 doing the killing stuff. And and the idea of like there being like a OG Ghostface or someone who is knocking off the other Ghostface because there's some sort of maybe in in fighting between the Ghostface who gets to be the one that get that gets to murder the the, the survivors of the previous entry that sort of thing 
was like, oh my God, you guys got it. That would have been so sick. And then anybody can be a ghost face. Like literally anybody, you don't have to establish them. Like the fact that they had to establish these three ghost faces, the detective and his two kids, they had to have the best, the, the mousy best friend and or the mousy guy who's like quiet and somber mm-hmm. and meek and, and the, and the, and the roommate, we had to establish all these characters. Whereas you just bring us in, you bring us in that dude, but uh, Indian dude from uh, uh, yeah. uh, Spider-Man. What's his name? Great Tony, actor. Love that Tony Revolori. I don't he's know his awesome, character. Awesome name, character. But yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. He's also in, uh, he's in that Wes Anderson film. He's yep. Fantastic actor. Love that guy. You, you, um, we don't know anything about him, but we watch him take off his mask and we are, I'm suddenly, I'm super invested in this guy. I'm like, yeah. okay, like you've just established this character. I'm down. I'm down. Give it to me. What, what is going to, and they wasted him. They wasted him in two seconds. And the hook that really got me, that really sold me when he passes by Tara and he knows mm-hmm. her. That was such great. That was the best writing in the whole movie. That writing was so good. They just, they just show us, they establish instantaneously. This is a guy that knows Tara. This is a guy that is emulating the ghost face. You said everything that you needed to say. We saw him become ghost face. We saw him uh, reveal himself in that film class. Probably. Yes. I think as a matter of fact, I think she was, I think they mentioned that. I think think they they might talk about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so to me, that was that was probably that was such a missed opportunity and that has been they they had the the solution for keeping they could have stretched that out over a few movies they could have established some sort of head ghost face who's calling the shots a shot caller ghost face maybe it could have been stew maybe <laughs> it could have been stew with his lo- loyal legion of followers catfishing as stew Someone catfishing. Oh my God, Kevin, that is brilliant. That's clever. Yeah. That is keeping, letting us think that. Just wait, I have another brilliant idea I'll keep for the end. Q, Q. It's like the Q thing. Actually, I shouldn't say that on YouTube because it might, it's going to shadow me. Uh, Whoops. (laughs) I said you, not Q. I said you. A two. I said two. (laughs) A two. A two. A two. A couple more times just to bury it in the algorithm. Um, That is brilliant because that's what it would be. It would be like that. Mm. And they're all following this guy who's claiming to be Stu from jail on a burner phone. And he's telling people to, to, and that would have been, that would have just, oh, that would have been good. And we did. And then, and then you could totally somehow tie Sam into it. Sam is the centerpiece because she's Billy's daughter. Mm-hmm. And and she's the key to all of this somehow. I don't know how, but she's the key to all of it. Because Maybe she's bipolar or like, multiple personality i don't know mm. it, it just it, it there was just maybe she so doesn't much... know that she's the killer oh that would have mm. been oh my god that would have been well, i feel like that's oh. coming i feel like yeah she's... that could be number seven i feel like she needs to kill her mom in seven we need Ooh, to finally meet the mom and she's got to snap and kill mm-hmm. her much like Love maureen that. died years ago and like she's just like Love why that. did you why did you sleep with billy why did you make that me works. this way and that then, you know and then so that could be really something crazy because what i do like though at least with these new movies where four you know interesting motive before kind of didn't have a theme yet is that it is going back to the theme of family because we know the first mm. three are about the mom and family and now so there is family stuff going on here but maybe that can be a little um more next time but um well can we talk about the killer's motives because oh. I kind of forget them. They're uh, obviously they're Richies, 
family family so it's there mirror. was a lot of that's literally it you just end, said yeah. the you just okay. said the motive so they're getting and he okay. was a killer and you shouldn't have killed the killer who was trying to kill you like Wait, the thing that i didn't get the most was like they're like richie made movies too and you can kind of see him in the background oh, yeah. I thought but you don't know anything fun. about what he's making it's never yeah. mentioned before or after it's never displayed it's like what is happening and when do we get to see richie's movie and what if he sucks <laughs> he kind of did those movies look kind of bad yeah but also it's like movies. blogs yeah, they, they were like bad home movies that were like, they were like those fan films that are just like remakes of scenes. There's not like anything original. He's just like reshooting the Casey Becker scene. Um, not like your film. Oh, thank you. Oh. Uh, by the plug, way, plug. quick plug. I do have a new fan film, Your Last Summer. Different 90s slasher. So there you go, everyone. Um, but I, thank you. I kind of liked though showing, I just was happy to not see Stab again. I kind of liked how they were showing these Stab junior uh films on the screen i thought that was kind of interesting and how when they kill dermot mulroney then it says like directed by richie kirsch the mm. only thing that the, i thought that was all pretty clever the hard thing is richie ultimately wasn't really that amazing of a character in five right. so you know like if so we had a land such a yeah. bland like oh it's the boyfriend again uh like it just and that's what i and but that's what i mean when i say like, and a girl who happens to live in the house who was then convinced to be a killer. That's pretty far-fetched. It just, right. it, it just really, it just made my eyes roll so hard in five. And then it's like the big reveal. They're in the same house. It's, it's Stu's house. Real. Like, I mean, yes. Awesome. Love the nostalgia. But at the same time, it's like, it's like how, like, how do we go to Stu's house? And if we're going to talk about it, how do they not go into the garage? <laughs> Oh, I know. That's true. Because that's, they that's... went into the garage in the beginning of four, and then another garage would be overkill, mm. right? If anything, it should have been. Well, I know we're not talking about five, but I know instead we're, of Stu's house, I feel like it should have been it's Sid's old house or Casey's house, like another iconic house from that first film. It just because we kind of saw Stu's house on the set of Stab Three and Scream Three. When I she love went. that. Yeah. So I mean, that you was, know, but that was not a repetition. Yeah, but you want to know something? But you know why that worked so much better in Scream 3, which again makes Scream 3 such a great movie, in my opinion? Because it's like we're returning back because the whole thing was like we're returning back to the beginning, mm -hmm. but we're not going to go to the exact place, but we're going to give you something that's invocative of it yeah. to make you remember. And mind you, that's only four years apart from the original. And it still felt like so epic yeah. in that moment. Oh, it was yeah. so much more powerful than returning to the actual house. Oh yeah. It was like, very was eerie. Cool. It was so, it, that was such a well done little flourish compared to, you know, just returning to the house. So it's like, so it's like we needed some sort. We need something more than it just being some random ass dude, random ass boyfriend dude, or the random ass dude's family. Did we? Yeah, literally it's just had this. Lame. We literally had this in Scream One and Two. They literally had the yeah. same thing in Scream One and Two. I think and this was them saying we're redoing the Scream 2 reveal where it's going to be a, a, a parent of a past killer. So it's like redoing that. Although I I don't know. Here's here's my quick thing about the killers. The kids. Yeah. Especially the boy. Was his name Ethan? Like so. So throwaway. Right. Like I, Who cares? Such a throwaway little, character. Little, 
you uh, like I, I feel like it wasn't even a college kid i'm like are you He's like so meek like and a, just unnecessary but one thing i did like about dermot mulroney being the killer that the dad is i was hoping i personally thought we need another like adult killer because the past few movies were teens or like 20s so it was nice to see like an older person and i was hoping for like an older man just like give me something scary because we hadn't had an older person since mrs loomis and this is super nerdy but i had noticed this a long time ago and i Wait, am glad can, yeah. these writers did do this so in in the, in the even numbered films we get a killer version of one of our legacy leads. In two, we got a killer oh. reporter, Mrs. Loomis, bad version of Gail. In four, we got a killer final girl, Jill, bad version of Sydney. So I was hoping, I'm like, please, in six, give me a bad cop. So I am kind of happy that they <laughs> oh. followed that and we got a bad version of Dewey. Interesting yeah. pattern. So I don't he was, know. He was you know, kind of like there was a Dewey esque quality to him. Like I thought maybe him and I was kind of shipping him and Gail too. I yeah. was like thinking maybe yes. that's gonna go down. And you know what's oh, funny? They should have done that before yeah. he tried to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know what that's else too? Rules. That's oh my rules. god. Oh my god. Now that that's an unexplored friggin' thread. Show them having a relationship or getting into something and then and then Gail is murdered and it's him who, who ends up being the murderer. That would have been mm. far more interesting than what actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're going to give Gail a boyfriend after being with Dewey for years and like, we have followed that relationship, like give him something, give him a name. My God. And yeah. give him something to do. Yeah, that was so weird, guys. That boyfriend, that Oh, he did have truly... something to do. He had to get the he had to get the food. He said, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's not the food, but it's for you. Oh, great. Great line. That's okay, literally awesome. it. That's literally... <laughs> come on now. No, but you want to know what that was? That was just Gail, you know, in the same way, you know, Gail He's just the F boy. He's just a he's just yeah, he's just an F boy for Gail. It's just like a uh uh probably some fling. That Gail, you know, she's widowed. No, she's not widowed. She's divorced. She's divorced mm -hmm. and her divorced husband is passed away. And she's probably, you know, she doesn't have children. And she's like, she's lonely. you know, she's a career woman. And she, you know, probably who knows what her social life is like. And so she's probably on some app. And she's like, you know, she she's in a position where, you know, she's 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 getting some D, she you know, and that's too. it. Yeah. And she's just so who knows what exactly and, and I don't what exactly that. his role was. Yeah, I don't that's totally that's I, great. That's like, I think I think that. that would have been more solid if we saw him with her. If he dropped if like when she shows up when when Dermot Mulroney's crying and she says, Are you the cop? If boyfriend tagged along with her or is in the car saying, like, all right, are you yeah. cool? Like, just show me, show me a little bit more of him. Like, I just feel like yeah. that's what the earlier film films did really well. Everyone, even the side characters, you got to know them very well, very quickly. Here, a lot of these characters Thank you, are Kevin like Williamson throwaway. Yes, him exactly. back. <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. he Wait, I want to say something about the killer. Yeah, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Because no, nobody's talked about the rules yet. The new rules of the franchise. Yeah, what were they? Which is they were so fast. Right. Wait, 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 well, wait, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Before you get there, because I want to, we we have okay. to descend. We have to we have to go enter into our final descent. Mm -hmm. Um. Kevin, do do what you're about to do, and then what I want to do is I want to talk a little bit about also uh, Tara and Sam's core relationship because that was kind of like uh, an that was like a repeating motif in the movie, 
And then let's just do a little housekeeping, little details, little things, that sort of thing. So go ahead. Kev, yeah. uh, Kevin, well, I was going to say, from what I remember of the new rules of the franchise is the ghost, the, the new killer has got to be like supernatural. And I feel like they didn't lean into that enough mm. because, hello, you got a police officer. He could be all like decked out in like bulletproof vests and like uh, maybe a mm. helmet under his mask. Like he could seem unkillable, but it's like he's just borrowing police equipment or whatever. They didn't do anything. That would have been like cool. That, that would have been mm. cool. Yeah, that was it. Oh, um, I don't remember the other rules. I don't the, think they followed any of them. Well, now so, it's this one's talking about a franchise. Anybody could be killed, or everybody oh, yeah. could not be killed. <laughs> it, it felt like the rules were kind of just a rehash of what we already knew. Which, yeah, you know, is anybody fine, can be killed. Like anybody killers. can be killed. Anyone's a suspect. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that was kind of it. But what's interesting is, yeah, this the, this was the rules of a franchise. So, what would the rules of seven be like? Yeah, more rules of a franchise <laughs> i don't know right yeah unless I, I they think unless they build as the rules of the final film in a franchise but come on i now. would say that that they've sort of established what the rules are for any number of scream sequels that will come after this one meaning like everything what are they that gonna they do said, for that scene of number seven you need a rule i don't know just there. like you know like anybody could die but it's it's hilarious they're like any legacy killer can die but we're not gonna kill off any legacy <gasps> characters i just got an idea guys what i would love what we've never seen before in seven whatever the rule scene is by the time they get to like the second or last or the third third rule the person saying the rule so mindy or kirby whatever dies Ghostface pops out and right. We be, need to get a death during the rules. There you go. By the way, by the way, uh, quick thing about Kirby. I know she's a fan favorite. I know that. Yeah, what do you think for of her? People that are like, uh, I mean, I it was it was neat, uh, one a uh, total non-factor for me. Like I was like, okay, Kirby's here. Okay. Whatever. I didn't. I was never attached to her in the first place, so it wasn't. Yeah, like, I don't. I I've only seen four probably the least amount of times me too you I've know seen besides the recent ones so i kind of don't really remember her much to begin with she was fun i did really like her um i definitely thought she was dead but it was sure. kind of like i didn't really care either way it was like okay that's fine whatever. Right. I, I liked her in this because i she's guess a lot to throw her in if i somewhere. if i couldn't get sydney at least i have kirby and i thought that was kind of a fun um because uh, like i've told you jeff it's always nice to like say hi to your scream friends again funny, sure. you know so it's nice to say hi to kirby again i thought that was that was kind of cool i i can't really remember how i know she's in the fbi in atlanta and she was tracking tony revolori i guess it, again kind of easy should have been like, in the film class instead of being an fbi agent <laughs> yeah, yeah it would have been a, oh yeah she should have been totally teaching the film class yeah. and you know i gotta tell you i know that I, you guys might have liked this scene I, this scene really made me like roll my my eyeballs to the back of my head it was like we have to have the obligatory you know, uh, film fan like match off. What's the best movie of this? The bet which version of this do you like? Like, trying, oh like, yeah, match oh, up their fandoms or something. Okay, I, was, I just I thought that was so weak. I just was not into that at all. The, the like, conversation, you know, I didn't love or hate it, or like uh, that that happened at all. Like, did that, you not that, need that? Them that happened. I don't. I just didn't need that at all. Oh okay. I, didn't really, I don't know. It just I, I just I thought it was like character the, building. I guess you know. If nothing yeah, else. I I was okay it was with so it. Late. I just it was, it was so a non dramatic conversation i appreciate it for that it was yeah. it was so late in the movie and it felt so you know what it was you know why i didn't care for it it felt so forced to me it just okay. did not feel 
maybe it was just the execution. I just did not. I was not down with it, and I was just like, oh, like okay, I, we know you're both like I, like I mean, film nuts. A two hour like, movie down fifteen minutes. I guess it could've could that could have gone. Yeah, that could have gone. I, I do wish Kirby was in the scene at school. Like Kirby should have sort of been like assigned to them, like to hang out with them or something. So yes, a bit more to do. Yes, um, and that would have been goes, good for Kirby. That again, that worked. goes back to two because Sid had those two security guards assigned to her. So again, it's sort of a nod, but also. Also, that way, Kirby could have been part of that discussion about the rules with Mindy. There could have been a little bit of like a, oh, yeah. a showdown, like a competitive thing. So that later that scene yes, could have had more meaning cool. where it's okay, like, okay. That would have been, but that would have been earned and that would have worked so much better. It would have been akin to Parker Posey and Courtney Cox. Yeah. In Scream 3, oh, I love that relationship. That, in that, that relationship was so much. That fun. would have been really fun if they were more head to head. Yes. Yes. yes just yes. like, just like that rivalry there of like, who's the bigger film nut person and that sort of thing. And then like, maybe even Kirby, like being like, Whoa, Oh, you're like, you're like Randy's niece. Like that's mm. like rad because she's a stab fan. Yeah, you know, per Scream Four, so yep. that would have actually that is kind of weird, right? <laughs> that would have worked. I mean, it's like, where is that? Like, give us that. Like, I don't know. I just that that just a little detail. Again, I you know, I've been incredibly. I personally, I said how much I liked it, and now I've just been like ripping it apart this <laughs> yeah, whole time. I think you hated but it. <laughs> I really we had. To, this I was like really a therapy session. It. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I really didn't hate it. I really did enjoy it. I really truly was super entertained. I think it. I think. It's going to depend on number seven to see how this one lives on in the future. Like yeah, how probably. this one ages is going to depend on what they do with it. I just, mm. you want to know what it is? It's just that I, I was really rooting for this. I was really rooting for this in that, like my expectations were low, but it's like, I want them to, you know, I want, I like, I want, I wanted them to succeed. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just wanted it to do well. And it did well. <laughs> it, oh, it did. And not only did it do well, but like, again, but in the court was, of popular opinion, I think it I was entertained. Did well there too. Yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. it, it absolutely. People are loving it and on board with all the new characters they have. So the, what's funny is they've bridged the gap. We don't need the legacy characters anymore. We have the new characters, but they have not yet established they have the ability to establish as we've talked about they have not yet established Ghostface in a meaningful way that they can carry for sequels to come and they could do that with sam as we discussed mm, so yeah. yes uh, that is one of many adjectives i would give for jenna okay. ortega again oh, taking gosh, note yeah. that i am a almost 30 i'm a 37 year old man and she is 20 but i still find her breathtakingly beautiful and just uh, uh just just uh, uh, beautiful and talented and awesome and think she's great. That's that's she's all. She's gonna do big things. That one. I really oh, think yeah. she's gonna do big things. And I, I think in a few years she'll get an Wednesday Oscar already. Too, you know. She seems oh, yeah. really cool too, man. Like I've watched some interviews and like she's just like I don't know. She's like really into horror movies. She seems really well read. Uh, she just seems like a cool chick, man. And so I'm yeah. just I'm really I'm really happy for her and all her success. I haven't seen X yet. Oh, she's you gotta actually, she's, I'll be she's honest, great in that. she's probably the most interesting, I, I, she's probably the most interesting part of X for me. She's like yeah. the only one that has like a very interesting sort she's of got thread. Cool I, that's do. all I will yeah. say. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. I, I, I found her, uh, yes, I'm a little biased here after everything I just said, but I honestly thought she was the best part of X in my opinion. She was very <laughs> good. I mean, and, yeah, she had some cool <laughs> stuff to do for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I I, I'll, I where I see things going is yeah we're gonna see a final showdown between uh, 
these two sisters. Oh yeah, and... you wanted to talk about their relationship. Yeah, well, let's oh, yeah. real quick. Let's just touch about on the relationship. Let's talk about loose ends, and we'll wrap it up until next year for Scream Seven. That is. Yeah. Yeah, do um, we think we're gonna get it next year? Are they gonna? I, I, I guess. Well, yeah, why, it's the new star, right? Why think, wouldn't right? they do it? I, I mean, mean they, and, right? How much yeah. they made at the box office? Just keep mm -hmm. breaking that shit. They'll in. just yeah, get it ready for yeah. Much like those first three, they I probably mean, I already have a script or like an idea. You I'm know, sure I they think have an idea. I'm calling it right now. We're gonna get at least a Scream Seven and possibly even a Scream Eight if Scream Seven does really well. I, I really kinda... think so. I hope they I mean as much as I'd love to go see Scream every year I kind of hope they wrap this trilogy up next year and then they yeah, wait a while and then I they agree. have something else yes up, which I will go in my you know when we close it out I'll have some opinions on that so Tara and Sam what are what are your guys I mean I already kind of said a little bit about what you know my thoughts on it what are you guys what, where, where are you guys feeling Tara and Sam and what with them yeah Kevin you want to go first no, I don't really have much to say about it. Okay. I mean, oh, they okay. are characters and I'm watching them and they're okay. And <laughs> they are characters in a movie and yeah. I was watching them with my eyeballs. <laughs> like, I don't really have any deep. I just kind of like go with the flow with that, you know? Okay. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, I hear you. I'm basically the same. Go with the flow. I think. They messed up by not having Tara be Sam. That's all I'm saying. Well, no, I, I mean, think Jenna Ortega. Sam's got to get it she's got to go dark in in i was about to call it three in seven or three point three quill two three point two point oh um yeah. uh she's got to go dark and she's got to die um and i think that would be a great way to just switch it up and now our kind of lead is now you know killer victim and then tara's like the new you know real final girl i think that's got to happen i think she's we have obviously to... the new sydney tara is clearly the yeah. new sydney I mean, yeah. I think they really want She's Melissa a more interesting to character, be, I think, too. Uh, yeah, Sam Just to slightly. be like the, you know, but yeah, she's more interesting. And also, I mean, they're fighting. I mean, both actors are good. Don't get me wrong, but they're fighting, you know, when I like their whole struggle at, in the first half of this movie. Where me too. Sam, and, and it makes a lot of sense to me, which I at least appreciated that. Of course, Sam would be like, I'm living with you in your apartment and like, you can't do that, you know? So I get that. And I loved how Jenna reacted, you know, like you're, you're on top of me. Like you, you can't, you gotta let me go. So that was good. I just think we oh, definitely have to. Great. That was a yeah, great line. Great like, scene. You gotta let me go. And then and how it comes <laughs> back. Yes. Uh -huh. That was good. That was pretty great. That was a um, decent callback. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think we just got to do more uh, family unraveling in the next one. It's, really it just gotta... better be good that's all i like care about it's like i don't really care where you take these characters as long as it's kind of like and blows okay my mind with... at the end i'm okay with keeping it in new york or or at least east coast like i don't think we need as to go back to long as they actually right film in new york <laughs> yeah i know right so um what was i gonna say though oh real quick one thing i noticed to wrap my thoughts up is um uh, this not only was so obviously this was the first time we didn't have Sid, but even in the finale, we didn't have Gail there, uh, which this is the first time in all the films. Neither core of those because she was core four. Yeah, right. So neither of our of our main women were or in that logo. finale. And luckily, you know, and I don't say this disrespectfully because I, I did miss. Um, well, I always miss question. Sid, but um I didn't miss them in the finale. It felt like we had enough with Sam, Tara, Kirby, the killers, chat, you know, like. We had a lot of characters. All in the these finale, characters that happened to survive. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. Oh, you survived. I survived too. Hey. Yeah. There better be um, some death of these characters next. In the next you know movie. what? You know what? Clean house. Um, the, the, well, first of all, 
what should have what should have and could have happened or what would have been far more interesting and what will have to happen in the next movie if they you know if, if they do some if they if they're worth their salt uh i think sam should have sh sam basically did the same arc that she did in the first movie and it was really frustrating her mm. arc should have progressed in this movie she should have been she was like ever so slightly flirting more with the appeal and idea of Ghostface, and she yeah. should have just gone full Ghostface in this movie in some way, shape, or form, where her sister Tara never finds out, and that leads us into the third film where she could actually be become Ghostface because now in the yeah. third film we have to watch her turn to Ghostface if she goes that route, and then see what I mean, you know, and then you could rush it and have her have her whole arc finish in seven, or you could have that last movie. You could have an eight where it really is just full on Sam versus Tara and some sort of cat and mouse, which is what Kevin yeah. Williamson kind of initially mm -hmm. wanted in the original scream five and six that yeah. we thought we were never, there was a time where we were like, we're never going to get a five and six. Yeah. Like, I remember they, I, when I worked at dancing with the stars and uh, in, in New York, whenever they would rehearse and David Arquette was, uh, I was on his team when he was on the show and four had just come out. And I said, are we going to get a oh, five? And he was met like, him. Oh, I met him. Yeah. Oh, and dude, I worked with him for a awesome. week. And this was like, not even a month after four came out. And I was like, oh, like, I love you. The movies are great, even though four was, you know, I was like, are we going to get a five? And he looked at me and I remember he was like, I don't think so. It did not do as well as they wanted. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so devastating because it's like, it's devastating, you know, but here we are. See, so here we are. We got it. We got up to scream six. It may not be what, but, but that's what I mean. Like, you know, something, you know, something will have to they're going to have to explore this area because what else are they going to do who else are you going to have uh uh okay do you uh, want me to do grandpa? my his you want me to throw my ideas in here now yeah, i'm ghostface now yeah go ahead Ke i Kevin, mean just Kevin, wrap us up with your ideas go ahead well go ahead. this idea uh i i kind of don't I'll go see seven, but I kind of don't care where they take it because I feel like I'm going to be let down. I feel like this trilogy, this story, this whole version of Scream universe kind of needs to get wrapped up. And then they got to wait a couple years, at least a couple years, unfortunately. So they could, I feel like the only, and I said this about number five, the only way they can really freshen it up is to do something completely different. And they probably going to have to new nightmare this, this bitch up, mm, you know, like, I'm listen, down for that. imagine I'm this. Down for that. They're making, let's say, uh, a, in this in this movie, they're making a new Scream movie, mm -hmm. and all the cast members are are you know, out and about, and it's kind of like making Stab in three, but making Scream in the real life, in the real world. I love and that. They're on the Drew Barrymore this. show. There you go. Yeah, they could be on the Drew. Yeah, Drew can be back. Everyone can come back in some way, and then this way. The fans can get what they want. Stu can finally be the killer. And his motive is they killed me off and Billy gets to come back and I don't. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. That is, that is, that is a silly idea, but I like it. I, I like mean, how it. do they, like, if they just continue in this universe with these characters, it's, it's going to get boring. It's already getting boring. Like, they need to do something completely different. They need to switch it up. And that's, I mean, that's my, the only way I can think of doing it, even though. Wes Craven kind of perfected that in New Nightmare. It's still, I can't imagine anything else. I, 
I, honestly, I think you just need to reboot completely and just start. Yeah, but they tried that with the TV show, and we've already forgotten about that. Mm. But you know, I actually enjoy. I enjoyed. I enjoyed TV it, show. but I don't it remember was... anything about it now. I don't care that much. You know what? It, it, it was honestly... like two movies attached to it too. I believe. Give it. Give it. Um. You know, give it a decade or something, and let it all rest, and then you literally could bring it back. You could bring it back, and you could just literally. Got to be a new set of writers and a new direction, though. Like but you, Radio Silence trilogies got to wrap up, do what they're gonna do. You want to know something? I honestly think no, but I think you you need to just go back. I know this is gonna sound like blasphemy, but like this is the way it is with any literary characters and how it's going to be, in the sense, you know. You just got to go back and and start it over with Billy Loomis and Sydney. Oh, and like do a cast. real remake? Just do like a <sighs> real. I know that sounds blasphemous, but like you know, divorce yourself a minute from your attachment to the original stuff, and just think about it from the sense of like, how are we go? How are they possibly going to continue this in any sort of way now? Let alone scrapping what they have now to start even a new look at the halloween series and how just absolutely jacked up it is as a result of all the ridiculousness that they do it's like if you they need to just they would just need to go back and start from the beginning and obviously that presents its own set of problems because part of what made scream work is that we didn't know who the killer was and so if we know that billy loomis well here's the other yeah how about this remake it but from the angle where you can take a step back and see roman masterminding the whole thing from the beginning oh that yeah. would be like phenomenal. here's another I idea would, i would love that here's That's another in-universe idea in my like, from film. his point of view from yeah. romans the you whole show here's how they romans can do it from, yeah here's how they could do it without doing a remake is and i thought maybe they were going to go into this direction with like uh what's his name being a uh, filmmaker in this one richie richie yeah. right like which Again, it's like, where does that plot line go? Um, what if there's leaked footage of all of these killings from the, all the screams? You know, like, what if Roman was there with a video camera in the background somewhere filming stuff from the first movie? You got, like, the stuff from the fourth movie with the webcam. Like, what if all this leaked footage came out and someone was screening that at the Scream Theater Museum? Hello? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like, there could be something on that angle and that could bring it more into the meta, like... Yeah, Internet, that actually would have been really media. cool if that was playing because amongst all the evidence, because even in two, there was uh, Gail and Dewey find the, the videotape. Of, right. Like, there's videos all the of all these. So there's a lot like, of video life from video. Yeah, it. totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to your idea about uh, starting it from chronological order, Roman starting at from, mom's no, doorstep. Uh, Mar- yeah. With Maureen. Well, yeah. With Maureen. We don't talk about Roman enough. He's the real yeah. killer. Well, in my fan film, 25 years after Woodsboro, they are making a stab TV show, which I am sort of surprised right. they haven't talked about horror TV because TV is so is king now but um yeah that That's they true. they talk they about how on the story all. of stab the the tv series you know and again that's kind of making fun of scream the tv series right. is yes yeah, starting the the show with like maureen opening the door and it's roman saying hey mom and she slams the door in his face he finds billy like so yeah i'm all for seeing a version where that it's chronological season. that yeah. whole season starts off with that, him befriending Billy. So Billy, it's like Billy and Roman in season one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and then uh, at the end of season one, 
is when Billy starts dating. He starts dating Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maureen is murdered. Yeah. Stu, uh, Billy lets Stu into the uh, whole thing. And hands down, you have to see there has to be some sort of like thing going on between Stu and Billy because there is yeah. ah. there's other love. There is love there that or at is least not between retirement. one of them and the other. I think why it's did you use mine more? He said no, but Stu says peer pressure. Mm-hmm. But why else would you kill? Who, what is another reason why you kill? You kill for love. Mm-hmm. You kill for love. He loved Billy, and so I think that like maybe that Roman would be, loved Billy too. Uh, well, whatever. In any case, that there is that's a whole other yeah yeah <laughs> thread in like a TV show series that could oh yeah hold that like there's just so much I love there that is so much that you could do. And you, know? you can learn more about Mrs. Loomis before she was killer Mrs. Loomis. And, right. You know, course, like there's a lot of mom. good adult parent drama with the cheating and more of Cotton Weary. You know, there's actually yep. a really cool way to to, yeah, talk more about before what we saw. But yeah, yep. that would be like a full on remake origin. You oh, know? Yeah, that's that kind of what that three would was, work, man. Mm-hmm. It would work. It would work. And then you got Dewey. Dewey is just he's brand new on the job. Yeah. You know, uh, Gail, you know, Gail's writing the book. Sydney is, you know, obviously you see Sydney and Billy's relationship. Like you see them meet, you see them sort of like. And, start to, and you could introduce Sam and Tara's mom, I guess, as like a side character. Oh, who's flirting with yeah. Billy. You could. You could. Yeah. And, and, oh, and yeah. how about this? You got to move it back and see that relationship mm-hmm. with Billy. Too. The whole the whole thing starts off or we see what happens between Randy and Sydney before in the sense of like Randy clearly has a, a flame for Sydney and he's like he's getting the nerve to like ask her to like the middle school dance or whatever like the freshman dance or something yeah. and like he can't do it or something or in some way shape or form like he like he 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 loses his nerve and he doesn't do it and then she ends up kind of like can't hardly wait where you know she she goes up Jennifer Love Hewitt goes off with the the dude uh football jock and uh he ends up guiding her and then they they end up together and uh Ethan Embry is just left pining like something like along Ethan Embry is still in the world Embry Embry yes he is. He is. He's being digested for a thousand years. Yes. Um, what else? Oh, uh, another detail that I really could not, that I really hated uh, was not hated, but thought you're was ripping just it so... apart, Jeff. I love this go movie. I really do. The, That's the, what the we masks, do. Things we love, right? The masks being planted. Oh, yeah. I just did, did not work for me. Also did not work for me. Yeah, Again, I feel like if it related to the victim at some, some way, but it didn't at all, really. It was just such a, it was such a, it felt like such a ham fisted, um, uh, square peg in a round hole just laying around. Yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, they lift this and we and going DNA, back and we knew it was this one. We knew it was this mask from this screen movie. And I was just like, what? right. Wow. And, and because again, like I said, this movie doesn't allow anything to breathe. So I'm not fully right. totally aware of. So yes, the masks and they would leave them with different bodies and they were going in reverse chronological order because at the end they're wearing Billy stews. And I believe Mrs. Loomis's. So is the one that's really old and decrepit and looks like an old Michael Myers mask, is that supposed to be like Billy's mask? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, that yeah. was Billy's okay. mask. And what would have been so much better than what they did at the end, you see that without really getting, without getting too heavy about it, they 
do show um, Sam kind of like, you know, weighing like I kind of want like she clearly is attached. To I want to comment on that scene. And it's like, dude, like like just go like push it a little bit further, man. Like, you know how you end that movie, how this movie should have ended. They're back at their apartment or they're back in Woodsboro. Maybe they've gone back to Woodsboro. Um, Tara is, you know, off in the other room or Tara and Chad are, you know, like uh, watching a scary movie on the couch. Of course, that's what they're doing. They're they're watching a scary movie. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Sam, you have this scene with Sam alone in her room and she goes to like her under her bed or something or maybe like in like a wooden chest that's at the foot of her bed. And underneath all the clothes, she like locks the door. We don't know what the hell she's going to do. Actually, we kind of know. But and mm. she takes out the mask and she puts it on and looks in the mirror. And, and then boom, cut to black, cut yeah. to black. Or you slice it and it yeah. goes scream. And that just sets everything up, man. It's confusing because mm. at the end, she's like touching the mask in the bag and she ends up mm. leaving it. But like, is yeah. she leaving the last mask at the last crime scene? Is she closing that loop? And why would she do that? Is it supposed to relate to like the other masks being left at the that crime she scene? chooses once again to not it didn't be? Really make any sense. She's choosing. She's choosing not to be what she. I know, but you know how like blood. the other killers were leaving masks at the scene. That's kind of like an mm -hmm. Easter egg. Kind of literally like, does. Kind of did oh, that. Yeah. For the last <laughs> crime scene. Yeah, so she's like in killer mentality. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. Ooh, maybe you're onto something. Maybe that's them saying, yes, yeah, she leaves it behind, but actually she leaves it where she just killed people like the killer. Well, so right. actually she is going to oh, go Oh, yeah, she sort of like loop. sets it up. She sets she's it continuing up. what they did. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't but know yeah, if they meant to do it that way or if it was just yeah. unintentional, but... And also... Is... Oh, sorry, Jeff, go for it. No, go ahead. You go ahead. I was just going to say also... Um, you know, this was by far the biggest scream, not only financially, but also biggest, uh, like with with like the first time we've ever had like a pop star sing a song for a scream movie, which was like right, yeah, you showed huh, me that. Whoa, Wait, you know, I, even, I missed that one. Oh yeah, Demi Lovato sings the no. "Still Alive" song. Yeah, I haven't which, even like, heard it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's at the end of the movie. It's oh, it, like okay. uh, that was one thing that also kind of took me out of the ending. So she's looking at this mask. That's an interesting moment. Then she, when she drops it, then you hear "Still Alive," and like it's just like it's no. A whisper to a scream i guess i know i it's it's just like the end of of one with moby you know it's just like this uh, this is where i want to shoot here one. this is my okay she i gotta said, comment on the music a little soul. oh yeah oh, so good so, so good, good. Mm. dude okay the music we get it it's great i love red right hand like everybody else but do we need three needle drops of it yes. bring back republica drop no. dead gorgeous i always right. need i need that's I need my red I right republica. hand i need red right hand but it no, was weird we did it, hear it at least we twice. heard it like three times yeah i can't remember now what times it was like a little a few how about you know this? what yeah, we get the dewey we got but... the dewey needle drop the yes. dewey needle drop comes oh, back but there's yes. no dewey and yet in five we get this one scene with dewey and gail and they don't do the needle drop wait come the fuck on i thought we got we got dewey's song in five i thought didn't we get it when he shows oh, no. up at the house at the wrong time at the wrong time oh, that, oh. the needle drop should have happened when dewey and gail are having a yeah. thing. and by the way you have a question yeah. mark this is a question for mark in the uh audience oh, uh, yeah. question for mark about his fan film oh, I which i two. watched okay thank you which i watched music. with music you, you can, can cover a song without permission with the original artist getting royalties how does that work with movies what's the loophole yes 
That's my oh. brother Keith. Gosh, hi. Oh, that's Wait. Keith. And yeah. oh, and then and then and then Keith says, "Can you publish a fan fiction without the rights, or do you have to get the rights to do it?" No, you don't have to get the rights to do it. You just say, uh, uh, "I put it in the beginning and at the end." I this is a not for profit fan film. I will make no money from this, which is sort of sad because it costs money to make a movie. But whatever, I do it for fun. Um, so you just say like, "I am not affiliated at all with." paramount and spyglass and all disclaimers. that no disclaimers yeah disclaimers but so and then also with ghostface you know actually before five came out fun world who owns ghostface just for anyone who wants to know this little bit of trivia they actually are all four fan films i sort of broke the rules don't tell anyone in their list because i had contacted them it's not live on youtube or anything don't yeah. worry yeah exactly um but they actually had rules before five came out where it's like yeah you can do this you can do this just say fun world is a ghost face company, blah, blah, blah. But it even said, um, don't, it says like no killing of children, no porn. It, they, it gets specific, but it says you cannot talk up. You cannot mention any characters from the legit films. And I do, but whatever. Ooh. Yeah. I, I toned it down a bit, but I totally do. Hey, um, they got then, your money. There's a, you know, you got those whatever. costumes. <laughs> but your disclaimers are fine. They know. I think if anything, fan films are great publicity. Oh yeah. For, it's free publicity. Yeah, totally. Property. So, but I want to, so your question about uh, with music, you can cover a song without permission with the original. I didn't know that getting royalties. How does that work with movies? I don't really know. Music, you can cover a song without permission. I'm not sure. Do you well, guys yeah, know? it's like as long as you pay the royalty company, whoever owns the song, you don't yeah. need the artist's permission. But I guess it's right. different. Like if you're covering a movie. Uh oh, did you guys freeze? No, did I Mark didn't freeze? freeze. Mark froze. Okay. <laughs> me? Mark, can you hear me? Come back. Oh, yes, I can hear you. Okay, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> um, oh, you're yeah, muted though no. now. I'm muted. Okay, you're no, back. No, no, you're what? Ghostface, are you there? I'm not touching. Yeah, you. Do, 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 anyway, yeah, I'm not sure about that question, but I just know uh, music rights get very expensive, and uh, you know. Oh, but yeah. yeah, you don't have to do rights for fan films. Nah, you just gotta be careful. That's all. You just gotta be careful. Um, what was I gonna say? Closing. Let's close. Let's. We gotta wrap this up because it's late. Yeah. Um, closing. Statements. Okay, I gotta say. Well, I. Let's see. My my thing about Stab is that I can't believe that they didn't reboot Stab during five and or six and premiere it in Times Square. Hello. Mm. Oh, my God. How did they not have Times Square in a movie about New York? Like, it's on the, the poster. Hell, dude? I know. It's very it's honestly There's very no Phantom of the Opera. It's very disappointing. Although there was a Baba oh, yeah. Duke in the background, which is in the yeah, family a of Broadway Phantom. play. Like the opening is actually on a Broadway play. And in, Nev's like, first, Nev Campbell's oh, first funny. job was Phantom of the Opera. That's how she got discovered. That's oh, true. that's so fun. Yeah, you know, I think I, I don't know if that's because this was interest. this was done recently in that movie Hellfest, which actually wasn't that bad. But um, I don't know about a Broadway play. That seems or maybe maybe it's not Broadway, but maybe it's you know like Downtown East Village, like Stab the Musical, and it's a parody. That could be fun. But I would love hmm. to see. And my kind of idea for my own like five and six. Six would be an opening of people going into a Halloween Horror Nights style stab, go through these different scenes from all the, mm -hmm, the franchise. Yeah. That could that's be cool. something. And that's that's also talking about everyone's love now for Halloween Horror Nights and that stuff. So that could be a fun thing to do in a future film. Um, but yeah, if I agree. it's Halloween again. Yeah, that's true. It has to be Halloween <laughs> or, um, or something. Yeah, but I think it's this? so bold to not have Times Square. So bold. Not even B-roll. Not even B-roll. Crazy. It, that was that was just egregious. Um, Weird. 
let's, parade, yeah. Let's um let's actually close. Let's close with this. Did um with this question. Uh does Scream live on without Nev Campbell? Has it successfully transcended? Did this feel like a Scream movie? without Nev Campbell in it. By the way, one thing we did not talk about at all is, you know, I see a lot of people like goofing about like, oh, it's like Scooby-Doo, which is everybody's complaint about Scream 3. Like, mm-hmm. yes, this felt like Scooby-Doo, but all of them feel like Scooby-Doo. That's part I of like what that. makes it yeah. so much fun. It's That's the fun aspect of it. It's, the, it's part of the who it's done, the who it. done it. Yeah, it's dude, like who's going to be behind the mask? Who's going to yeah. be behind the mask? And like, so the, like, the Scooby-Doo-ness of like setting a trap for the kill and we're gonna lure ourselves as bait mm. like that's all freaking valid and it's all fine it's like it's totally it totally works and all of you can just shut your traps on it because mm-hmm. it's, it's great like just leave it alone like who cares yeah um so does sydney sorry does scream live on without sydney Oh, man. I mean, I purposely, as I told you, Jeff, I purposely didn't go opening weekend because I just felt uh, I was very excited for this movie no matter what. But I was like, I don't really want to support an opening weekend for a company that has boatloads of cash and just can't pay this longtime star. Uh, just And they didn't I, even I use that budget to go to New York City. That's the exactly. Troubling and part. also, <laughs> guys, I can't imagine Nev's asking like for $10 million. I feel like she knows especially for a smaller screen time, it was maybe probably a few million dollars. Like, you know what I mean? So um, sadly, the movie, I mean, it's great. The movie made a lot of money, but it's sad for Nev. Cause I think Paramount's like, Hey, you didn't want to do it. And it was super successful. It's the biggest opening without you. So that's a bummer. I still hope she will come back if it makes sense. Um, cause luckily, and I say this respectfully, I actually didn't miss her maybe because we had Gail Kirby and there's a lot going on, but, um, I didn't miss her. Does After it live? Five, with, I didn't miss her. Does it live on without her? I guess it can. Should it live on without her? I guess it can. Um, as long as things make sense. Like again, yeah. I think Tam, Sam and Tara should go head to head in, in the next one. And who has gone head to head with her sibling, Sydney. So that could be a cool way to bring her back and tell Tara, Hey, I had to kill my brother. I can help you kill your sister if you want me. So I think that could work. That's what I'll say. Kevin? I think, like I said before, it's fine to leave her out of the rest of this trilogy. But after Mm -hmm. this is wrapped up, then for the next phase of Scream, you're going to have to bring her back in some way. Um, I didn't miss her necessarily. I think absence makes the heart grow fonder and if you're following the stab movies she's only in the first three so mm-hmm. they had four five six seven eight without her in the stab franchise so if you're going to mirror that it actually makes sense um yeah that's true. um i you know i i think scream can live without sydney i i you all i've literally beaten this to death in the sense that i talked about yeah the you know sydney girl, yeah three, final girl trilogy one two three, trilogy. One, two, three yep. everything after that is is whatever it doesn't matter ultimately um you could i love that idea of 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 it's almost like leave her out of this because we can come back we can drop in on her you know i th- i saw um i think i saw keith in the comments it was somebody uh, who mentioned, you know, uh, you could you could wait another 10, 15 years and then have someone is is preying on Sydney's kids who yeah. are now teenagers and Sydney I like that. 
mm-hmm. is sort of like in this elder uh, elder mother sort of role, maybe mm-hmm. like an older sort of Ripley sort of situation where she has to, you know, whatever. Uh, and and enough time might pass where it it really feels like super valid to sort of uh, dust her off and and bring her out yeah. if if you're going that route. Um, ultimately, yeah, I think the core of Sam and Tara is going to work or continue to work the way that it it has been. Um, it's fine and, as long as they make it work, right? I mean, they, they as long as you follow that thread, which are again, it's like they tread water on these two movies. Like, God, we just she just had this arc in the previous movie. Uh, we didn't even talk about like I mean, we talked a little bit about Billy coming back, and it's like again, that was also so misunderused. It's like it's like, dude, like in the in the in in part five, you had like a, it was sort of like a reoccurring thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We could just use Billy's ghost, whatever we want. Here he is at the very Wait, end. For two I got to say, he has the best line in the whole movie. And I don't know if it was meant to be. <laughs> and I don't know if this was supposed to be funny, but I was laughing out loud in the theater. And I was the only <laughs> one when she what? was looking in, into his glass case with his mask and his knife yeah. and everything. And he's talking to her and he's like said something about like, okay, now let's go stab some motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I just started laughing out loud. I thought they it was are the just funniest glorifying, thing. They are glorifying a R-I-P-I-S-T and awesome. mur- serial murdering, like psychopathic. laughing. He's like, it, they're like, they've turned him into like, they're like turning him into this like, like wizard, like after ghost, like anti-hero. Like what the hell, dude? Like honestly, yeah. what the hell? And obviously, that could it could teeter. It could turn. It could teeter. We'll see. We'll see. I I honestly I think it's going to be back in a year again. Forty four million opening weekend. Um, it just it really it, it really has shown that it has uh, staying power. You kept your core four alive. Well, they're obviously they know that they can that they can br- they're going to br- be able to to carry it on. And they're thinking, oh. Well, you know, we could have Gail back or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just have Gail out of the picture, too, now. And we can spend even less on this one with an even bigger return because that's how they think. And Mm. um, uh, my you know, it's funny, actually, my uh, my uncle's childhood best friend is actually the producer of these movies. Oh, uh, Roger. Yeah. Roger Birnbaum of Spyglass Entertainment was cool. My uh, who I've never met, but was my uncle's best friend growing up he knew my grandparents he knew he was oh, like wow. a kid who always came over lived they all grew up in uh t-neck new jersey um hmm. so i always see i always think whenever i see spyglass entertainment and i heard that scream was doing i was like oh that's so cool oh that's awesome um, yeah you gotta know, use that red. hookup you gotta use that connection i know right depth. i could <laughs> i really should you um should. get them on the show I, I really want to thank both of you guys. You guys just crushed it. I mean, oh, what a great thanks, show. Thank you. It's always Crash so much fun. Party. Oh my God. It's, it's such a pleasure having you both on. And when, you know, when we have some more, when we have some more scream correspondent stuff to talk about, like when they do, when there is some more news, we'll have you back for uh, some yeah. scream seven hype. And again, uh, check out the uh, oh god, uh, real release date podcast, right? Isn't that real, uh, release date rewind? Release You've date been on rewind. it a few sorry. times, Jeff. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Oh, that's I right. always butcher it too. I always butcher it. I'm sorry, release date rewind. That's my podcast. Yes. And if link, you, link tree is in the description, I already have it there. And if you if you miss Nev Campbell like I do, my next episode is uh, Wild Things for its 25th Ooh. anniversary. So, wow. Yeah. 
I and definitely then, saw that in the theater. Oh, yeah, did that you? was wow. Every, oh, yeah. my God. That was iconic. Oh, yeah. That so was like the hottest that. movie. That was the oh, hottest for us youngsters um, at the time. And then, my, and, and like I said, my new fan film is Your Last Summer. So you can find me, MJP POV. That's me. That's right. That's right. Um, and, and Kevin, like I said, you can find him at Vonsper Studios. Yeah, He's doing pot. This guy has become the new podcast master. He's got. I'm crying. He's got the 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 Phantom podcast. He's got uh, the Bond Pod and the Guar Bond Pod. pod. Guar pods. The trifecta pod of pods. Yeah, wow. he's he's just he's crushing it. He's crushing it. And you know that's the best thing about potting with your friends. Like you know, it's just every once in a while you get together because you gotta just you know talk some jive, and that's what we did. It's my way of making people talk to me and be social. That's right. <laughs> yep. Might That's as well right. make some content out of it in the meantime. Yeah. Why not? Why not? So I'm going to say peace, hair grease to all you guys out there. Um, and this Scream 3 was ahead of its time. That Weinstein subplot right. before it came out. It was. Yeah. Yes. I'm telling you, when it when you rewatch that shit, it lives, it's, uh, it ages oh. well. And plus, here's the killer for Scream 7. It's, I believe his name was Steve from Scream 3. Played by Eric Erath of the band Haunted Garage. <laughs> time will tell. Time will tell. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye.